And welcome in to the Cap and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood with you. Now, time for Shot or No Shot, and it's brought to you by Bevy ESPN Bet Johnny. Bet. Now, live in Illinois, sign up today. New users get $100 in bonus bets Bet. with any sports book bet. We say Bet. good morning to Shay W. Norland. Good morning, boys, on a Thursday. Deal breakers coming up in a half hour. Very exciting. Can't wait. How are we feeling today? I'm feeling great. Awesome, man. I came in hot, ready to go. I was fired up driving in here. How's that any day? How's that any different from any other day? I was exceptionally hot this morning. Really? Oh, I don't yeah? mean looking. I'm talking just my... <laughs> I, was, I was texting. I was voice texting to the group. Uh-huh. I'm ready to go. Uh-huh. Let's a lot of F-bombs in those voice texts. By they the way. were. They were. You I'm tired of it. You're tired of it, you said? Of the okay. some of the nonsense going on. Uh-huh. Well, I, I haven't gotten invited to one of the Justin Fields cult meetings. I mean, it's just... Oh, my... <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> it's not a... <sighs> Your invites, they were lost in the mail, Cap. Cult meeting. Oh, my, my God. God. What do they wear at the cult meeting? All right. <laughs> wow. The Justin Fields cult meeting. What they you... just all wear different number one jerseys. Yeah, everyone's just, one, just ones all the way across the board, right? Correct. I get it. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Different from the other cult meetings you usually attend. That's good to know. Okay. Um, wow. Nonetheless. I'll leave that alone. Nonetheless, I will just say, <laughs> and by the way, for you, that would be very odd yeah. if you were attending one of those cult meetings. Yeah. Is that you, Kaplan? Do you think That's they're, weird. <laughs> That's they're odd? starting to resemble support groups? <laughs> I, think. I don't know if they're really cult meetings yeah, anymore. It's amazing the number of the cult members that have gone Deathly quiet on social media, or I saw one of them yesterday tweet, I'm resigned to what's probably coming. No blank, dumbass. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? All right, well, everybody in uh, national media seems resigned to the fact Justin Fields will not be on the Bears. Lewis Riddick is one of those, talked about Justin Fields' future in the league and how he's rooting for him. Listen to this. Justin Fields is no longer following the Bears on Instagram. Now, what's not clear yet, or at least in my knowledge, is exactly when he unfollowed them. I love the fact that this is what we have reporters working on now. So Kmart, get on that. But the point of it is this. If you just put the, if you just connect the dots. Yep. The combine is next week. It starts Mm -hmm. Monday. We're like five days away from that. Mm -hmm. That's where these trades happen, right? No one knows this better than you do. Mm -hmm. That's where the Bears traded away the number one pick a year ago. And so if the Bears are going to trade Justin Fields, which one assumes they are, then that's when it will happen. And so one can look at this and put two and two together and say maybe they have communicated to him that that's the plan that they have. And he said, okay, Unfollow and away we go. Yeah, everybody everybody communicates passive aggressively through social media. You're right. An unfollow is like I mean, that's like screaming. That's screaming how I'm feeling. Right. All right. And, it, and it's unfortunate for the guy because, you know what, how many times do we talk about when you're talking about quarterbacks all the time about guys being set up for success? We know he wasn't set up for success in Chicago, yet everyone, everyone is like, well, Bart, we were just talking about it. Hit the reset button. Hit the reset. We get the rookie contract. We can start over. Sell hope. It's the offseason. He's getting caught up in that vortex. Now, I know Chicago knows more about him than any of us do. They know more about what is ultimate upside more than any of us do. 
But I'll tell you what, there will be no one in the NFL who I'm cheering for harder mm-hmm. in 2024 than this guy. Mm-hmm. And I hope there are two teams in particular, we'll talk about them ad nauseum between now and the draft, that I hope he goes to. Because if he goes to one of these two teams, <clears throat> Justin Fields, Pittsburgh, what? Atlanta, one of those two teams, if he goes there, look out. Also, Riddick on Waddle and Sylvie, Fields is not the guy. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Shot or no shot, <laughs> you will root for Justin Fields on his next team. Shot. That's a shot. He's a good, yeah. again, it's, this thing has gotten insane. He's a really good person. He is a great role model in our community for kids. Mm. He gives back to the community. He's done nothing but work hard. He's just not a good enough player. That's all. And they have a unique opportunity. They got a gift card for the number one pick, period. Yes, of course. Of course, because this is how it works. I was rooting for Mitch when he left. Yeah, so was I. Yeah, because these are guys. You wanted to do the show from the Steelers training camp two years ago. I did. I I think that it would have been a great bit, and it went over the heads of many around here. Yeah, Danny screwed us. He didn't let us go. Don't blame it on. Well, uh, Sylvie wanted to go. (laughs) That's not right. I want to go to the Trump, right? (laughs) Whatever we got to do. Whatever you need. (laughs) <laughs> what do you need? Take that. No problem. Um, so I, I, I would say that is a shot. Uh, absolutely. Because it, we have no other choice. When we have an, an emotional investment in the players around here, you are curious on finding out what they do in the next, the next team, next level. So absolutely, that is a shot. All right, Shane. All right, Justin Fields also weighed in on the debate between LeBron and Michael Jordan on the St. Brown Brothers podcast. I like LeBron, me too. I like LeBron, too. I'm out of this. I'm out of this. Yep. Justin Fields takes LeBron over Michael Jordan. Shot or no shot? This was Justin's way of officially asking out of Chicago. (laughs) It's not. No, that's no shot. No, it's not. No. It's just that these how this is their uh, Michael Jordan. This is their Shaq. This is their Kobe Bryant. It's LeBron James. Caleb doesn't feel that way. Well, I mean, some are smarter than others when it comes to basketball. I read you Caleb's tweet back at Nick Wright many years ago. Yeah, I understand Before that. he even knew he'd be the number one pick. Look. Six championships. That's the point of the whole exercise. Hey, yeah. man, it, this happens at barbershops all the time. You, we have old basketball conversations, some of the Jordan's greats, you know, greatest moments, the championship years and all that. And then you get a young person, 18, 19, 20 years old, that says LeBron is the GOAT. And all you do is ignore him because, you know why? Because that young guy didn't see Jordan play. Didn't Correct. even watch him play. Correct. Some didn't even see Kobe play. Seriously, that probably wasn't in the basketball. So I always ignore that. You think he's the GOAT? That's your GOAT. Michael Jordan's my goat because I saw it from the beginning. It's not even about the championships. It's what he had to go through. Detroit, before that, Milwaukee. Correct. Had to go through all of that just to uh, and be able to trust his teammates. That whole story is amazing. Everyone wants to just put it in a little box. Jordan, six championships in eight years. What about the story on the front end? Going through the cocaine circus. Of and, his teammates. Yes. Mm-hmm. Going through all of that, Cap. I mean, that's the whole thing. So, I mean... And how about this uh, tour that's going on in Australia? Have you heard about this? Yes, I have. Scotty, Horace, and Luke are going to tell the truth about that BS documentary, The Last Dance, from Michael's perspective. 
So I called a young man that I'm very good friends with who I recruited mm-hmm. when he was at Farragut. Yeah. He's like 50-some years old now. He moved out of Farragut, went off to junior college, went to play at another school, and ended up, he's living in Melbourne. He has been for 25 years. Ronnie Fields lives in Melbourne? His name is Eddie Cox. I talked to Eddie yesterday from Australia. Uh-huh. He was on his way when he called me to pick Scotty up at the hotel. Who's there? I said, can you tell how much do they pay in Scotty to do this? He did two appearances. He was there a few months ago, and now they brought him back. It was a two-appearance contract. How much do you think they gave Scotty to come to Australia for two, two appearances? A million dollars? 1.2. Wow. And then far less, but like 50, 60 grand to Luke and Horace. Hmm. And they're going to all do an appearance. They were hoping to sell 10,000 tickets, jam this arena for the three of them. 4,000. They're getting drilled. Exactly right. A million two, huh? Looks like the Scotty's books and booze aren't selling very well. Correct. All right, whore me out to Australia. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Bend me over. Correct. Here's Shay Norman. Oh, Marcus Jordan just landed in Melbourne. Oh. <laughs> Hoodie, I won't bother asking Cap because I know he only watches Top Gun Maverick yes. when it comes to movies. Did you see uh, Leave the World Behind, one of the movies on Netflix this past fall? Not yet. Ju- Not yet. Julia Roberts, Mahershala yep. Ali. It's this movie about... A cyber attack that turns everything off in America and starts the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Well, this morning on Twitter, there is a lot of trending conversations about cell outages. AT&T, their entire phone network is down. Eric Ostrowski came in this morning. He says he just has an SOS on his phone. I keep seeing people in our Twitch chat, YouTube chat, saying they have no service. The whole AT&T network is down. Mm. Now, T-Mobile and Verizon, some users are reporting problems. A lot of down uh, service there. Some Internet outages are happening. People on social media are calling it a hashtag cyber attack and saying it's a sign of the end of the world. So, shot or no shot, this is the end of the world. (laughs) You know, for some people it is. When they can't have access to their phones, like my partner here, or if you have no problem, have a problem going into the Internet, it is the end of the world for them, yes. So that is a shot from their standpoint. Overall, no, it's not the end of the world. It could be a cyber attack. That very well could be. Hello, Russia, or anyone else, or all these other countries. That could happen, right, Cap? (laughs) I mean, I've seen the movies. (laughs) That's how it starts. By the way, can I give a little tip to everybody? Here's how you fix your phone if it's stuck in SOS mode. This is per the New York Post just put this out. For affected iPhone users, the easiest workaround to get your smartphone working again is performing a hard reset, which Apple calls a force restart. To do this, you quickly press volume up, volume down, and then hold the side button until it shuts all the way down and comes all the way back to the little Apple logo on there. Got to hold it all the way down through where it says to turn it off, all the way down until the white Apple logo pops back up. It'll reset. You're good to go. And that's one to grow Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Also, is is there a part in there where you put it in the fried rice? Is it in there? That's only when you have to dry it. Or the egg egg foo young? Do you have it in there, too? Is there something about the egg foo young? A little gooey, no. No? You don't put your phone in the egg fool, Young? No. No? No. Yeah, so for some, yes, it is the end of the world. But no, I think we're going to be fine. My phone's working fine, by the way. 
Hyde Park Peepers? Yeah, it's minus, working just fine. Thank you, thank you. Hyde Park Peepers. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fine. You know, we really should go back to the, the pagers, man. Don't you think? I mean, Jay Moore, West Sider, nothing like a good beeper, right? Yeah, Hyde Park Beepers, man, was the best. Yes, it was. Yep, got all my stuff for free. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? All right, today is the anniversary of one of the greatest upsets in sports history. 55 seconds, but Mikhailov has the puck. Mikhailov sweeping in, out in front, backhander goes wide. I think Craig might have got a piece of it. Mikhailov, back out to Billy Legendov. 43 seconds remaining. Morrow, checked into the board, it comes back to center ice. 38, 37 seconds left in the game. Petrov with it, the Americans on top, 4-3, to long shot. Craig able to get a piece of it to sweep it away. 28 seconds, the crowd going insane. Carlemont, shooting it into the American end again, Morrow is back there, now Johnson, 19 seconds, Johnson over to Ramsey, Leo Legendoff gets checked by Ramsey, McClanahan is there, the puck is still loose, 11 seconds, you've got 10 seconds, the countdown going on right now, Morrow, up to Schultz, 5 seconds left in the game, do you believe in miracles? Yes! Shot or no shot, the miracle on ice is the single greatest American sports moment. 100% shot. Oh, my God. The political ramifications. Russia was going to boycott the summer games. They're going to come over here and beat our ass on our own ice. No. They got it handed back in their face. It was a massive thing. It's the greatest sports moment in American history. Yeah, that would be a no shot for me. I mean, nice little moment there for the United States, but definitely a secretariat winning. 312-332-312-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-332-
I saw the big video there. I saw it right there. He was out. The glove was right there. Robinson, he's never safe. Take that. And you know what I mean. Wow. Coming up, we will... Pretty good. <laughs> Coming up, we will go around the NFL. It's a Deal Breakers Thursday. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10. You're listening to Cap and Jay Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJ Hood. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean... What's the answer you're looking for on these things here? Time to go around the National Football League on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000. With you till 10 o'clock, then Mike Greenberg comes in at 10. Carmen and Yurko at 12. It'll be Peggy and Sylvie from 3 to 6.30 into Bears Weekly with Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer. And then Black and Abdallah after Bears Weekly right here on the home of the Bears ESPN 1000. Around the NFL. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? All right. I know our quarterback currently dominates a lot of the NFL storylines, but there are seven quarterbacks who are poised to reset the market. After last year, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert each had a turn as the highest paid player in the NFL right up until Joe Burrow took the crown and kept it with his $275 million contract extension. So we start with Dak Prescott, and this is an agent's take. CBS Sports uh, would not be surprising for Prescott's camp to use Burrow's average over his first three new years to justify $60 million a year. A $60 million per year extension would be a 9% increase over Burrow's deal, which was the same percentage the market increased in 2023 from the previous year. So the agent's take is, if you have good representation, they're going to look for the same percentage increase, the same margin. That puts Dak at $60 million a year. That's insane. But It's insane, but then you look at it, Cap, the, the going rate just continues to move up and up and up. What is the, what's the phrase, what's the phrase, uh, Jay Moore, about yesterday's price? Right? I mean, that whole phrase of price went up. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Right. Inflation. Inflation. $60 million for underachievement from Dak Prescott. Say it out loud. Does that make sense to you? Even though you're always optimistic and think that the, it's right around the, co- the, the corner for the Cowboys, that's insane for underachievement. They're not getting there, Cap. Cowboys are just not going to get there. And it may not be Prescott's fault. Yeah, his numbers were eye-popping this year. Tremendous. At one point, he was the clear favorite for MVP. We know how that worked out. $60 million. So you're telling me that if Jerry went to him and said, 50, and I'll put some kickers in there, we win, I'll give you bonuses. And, and, and Shay, as you well know, it's not like the Cowboys have a young quarterback in the pipeline. And I don't even mean Trey Lance. This is what it is. If if not Dak Prescott, then who? 
Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and Dak's got all those clauses in his contract that really can just hold Dallas over a barrel. No, you can't trade me. Sorry. All right. $60 million. All right. What's next? Jared Goff is next. Goff had a season similar to his 2018 year with the Rams where they lost in the Super Bowl. But the Rams after that season made him the third highest paid player in the NFL. Put him right on par with Aaron Rodgers. Goff's (laughs) probably in that same territory now. Who's the third highest paid player in the NFL? Lamar Jackson, who just signed a five-year, $260 million deal worth $52 million a year. Goff's basically going to get that. $52 million. Yep. How's that sound? Jared Goff, $52 million. How's that sound? It's the price of doing business, I guess. He, he got you one step from the Super Bowl. Game they should have won. He's played really well. He's embraced the city. They love him in the room. Like, he checks all the boxes. We should be so lucky to have a guy play at that level in this town. At that position. $52 million for Jared Goff. I think that the Lions are going to be good again this upcoming season. Is golf going to be the reason? I think so. They have a lot to do with it. I think so. Yeah. And the $50 million won't kick in until 2025, so you still get this year with some semblance of team-friendly money. How, how old a guy is he again? Uh, he's going to be 30, I think. Call me 30. Oh, perfect age, too. You, you got to do it. Yeah, perfect age. Just think about what the Bears would have to give for less product, productive play if we keep Justin here. All right, Shay. Next one. You got. You can't pay mediocrity like they did in right. Tennessee. They paid Tannehill. The Giants paid Jones. Daniel Jones. Yeah. You can't pay for mediocre quarterback play, Kyler Murray. But then again, when you don't have someone in the pipeline, it's like your your hands are not necessarily tied. But they say, well, we need to commit to someone. Like when Kyler Murray was able to get that, I said that guy, that dog don't hunt. It's just not going to be good enough. He's not going to be good enough, Kyler Murray. Uh, Daniel Jones, same thing. Gettleman loved him. They said, well, who else do you have in the pipeline? Well, we'll just go with Daniel Jones, which is fine. That's why, again, the Packers, who I can't stand, are super smart. Yeah. We like this kid, Jordan Love. We're going to let him develop. Oh, he's really good. Mm -hmm. No bleep. What's next, Jay? Uh, Yeah, we'll get to them in a moment, the Packers. Uh, Next is Baker Mayfield. And this kind of speaks to the paying mediocrity, though. Baker was good. He wasn't mediocre. Ninth in the NFL in passing yards. Seventh in the NFL in touchdown passes. 64% completion. He was really good this year. Uh, This says Buccaneers should be willing to pay Mayfield in the Geno Smith neighborhood. That would put him at a three-year, $75 million deal. Here's the problem. Daniel Jones got 4-160, and there's no reason Baker should be asking for less than what Daniel Jones got. So best of luck to Tampa if they want to pay him in Geno Smith territory. You're going to have to pay him north of Daniel Jones. Baker Mayfield, north of $40 million. Yep. I, I would probably move on. If his representation's any good, that's what they're going to ask for. Then I'd move on. I'll pay you in progressive commercials. How about that? That's it. <laughs> like, so I don't have to pay you. But think about that. Now, would, now, would anybody? That's a good question. Well, what I was going to say is, is that with Baker Mayfield, for me, Shay, it's show me again. Whatever happened in Cleveland, you could put behind you. A nice season this year with Tampa. Can you do that again? He's a free agent now, though. I'm just saying. Yeah, and he's had nice. He had two, one near offensive rookie of the year season in Cleveland and one really nice season where he led them to the playoffs on a playoff win. Then he goes to Tampa, has two really nice playoff games, 
Six touchdowns, two picks, yeah. over almost 700 yards. I, I kind of think Tampa can't afford to reset. Their cap sheet's all messed up. They kind of have to strike now. This is a Geno Smith reclamation project. Think about what Geno Smith was and what he is now. But there's a difference. Geno Smith, I think, was a second-round pick. Baker Mayfield was number one overall. I'm just number talking, one. I'm just talking about the amount of underachievement. And, and, and people un- underwhelmed by both quarterbacks, and they were both able to change the narrative. But if you go back and look at Baker's numbers in Cleveland, they were not bad. They were far better than Geno Smith's in New York. Now, Geno has, under Shane Waldron and Pete Carroll, resurrected his career. But if I'm in Tampa and I'm the GM, I can't give Baker $40 million a year for multiple years. I can't do it. I can't either. <laughs> I can't do it, man. Cannot. Uh, what's next, Shay? Next is Jordan Love, the Green Bay Packers. Uh-huh. Jordan Love obviously had a fantastic season. I, it, out of nowhere. It started a little rough and then became just this phenomenal year where he's developed into becoming maybe a top 10 passer in the NFL. Green Bay is going to have to pay him like that. According to this agent, it wouldn't be a surprise for Love to target more than $50.2 million per year. <sighs> $150 million over three seasons. Love was more productive last year than Aaron Rodgers was in 2022 when the Packers missed the playoffs. He should target more than Aaron Rodgers at $50.2 million. Yeah, I can't do that yet. Holy smokes. Now, he has another year left at like $10 million or whatever it is, $13 million, like small in NFL money. Okay, that's fine. Go out and earn it, and I'll be glad to pay you whatever it costs. But I'm guaranteeing you right now I'll go 4160 the Daniel Jones deal for you. Now, what? Here's I'll just give you, a, not a prediction, a spoiler. So the Packers will make the playoffs. It'll be another solid year for Jordan Love, and then you have to make that decision. Well, then he's a free agent. Yeah, I think they have to make it now because, yeah, he becomes a free agent. and Or you, tag, his- you tag him then. But if his, if his representation, one, the tag's going to end up being more expensive by the time you get there because it rises with the salary cap. it's not going to be 50.2 million. No, but over the long haul, you're going to end up costing yourself money. You sign him now, in three years, 50 million is the 10th highest paid quarterback. Then you better be 1,000% guaranteeing me if I'm the owner and you're the GM, he's the dude. I guess my point is, is that he's going to have another solid season if he stays yeah. healthy. The Packers will make the playoffs, and you're, so you're going to pay him anyway. You're going to have to pay him something in in that neighborhood because it's going it's going it's not going to go backwards. I don't believe right. So, and so if it, you but cap hang on because if you don't pay him the fifty point two right now and Dak gets sixty and Jordan Love has another good year next year you're paying him seventy million dollars a year. That's just how this works. The overarching it's not going up to seventy. It's not. It's no, how, no team could do. Nobody that. thought it was going to sixty. This is how this position works, man. This is the, the overarching point. Are any of these quarterbacks worth the money that they're about to get? So you're telling me that if you were Jordan Love and I came to you right now and said, here's a four-year deal, 160, I'm guaranteeing 90. Take it right now or play, I out, play out your deal and we'll tag you. I don't think his representation would tell him to take it. Why are you going to pay me I, less than Daniel Jones? About his representation. You, you're the quarterback. No, I'm not ta- why, would, why would I agree to being paid less than Daniel Jones, no, who I, I'm better than? I gave than? you the Daniel Jones deal. 4160? Yeah. yeah, I don't want the Daniel. I want better than that. Okay, I was then, as good as Dak Prescott. Why am I not getting 60? Okay, here's $90 million of that guaranteed. 
You're turning it down? Okay. I'm good. I'm comfortable then to wait till next year, and then I'll tag you. And best and of luck God to you. And if forbid you have a bad year or you get hurt, good luck to you. Well, you think, left $90 million guaranteed on the table. Think about that sentence, Shay, that you said, that Jordan Love was as good as Dak Prescott. It's true. Yeah. But that's my point here is none of these guys are worth the money they're going to get paid. Right. The Dolphins are going to have to make a decision on Tua. He ain't going to be worth whatever they're going to end up paying him. Dak's not right. going to be worth what the Cowboys pay him. Love, probably not going to be worth what the Packers pay him. Goff certainly won't be worth what the Lions are going to pay him, but he won you playoff games, so you hey, have to. Hey. The point of this is... Hey, wait a minute. Daniel Jones screwed it up for everybody. Daniel Jones stunk and got a $40 million a year deal because that's how quarterback works. This is the biggest reason why you can't keep fields. Just is. There you go. It's a shot. <laughs> it's... But again, Cap, $60 million for Dak. Think about that. Crazy. How horrible. I mean, again, the issues with the Dallas Cowboys are not on Dak's shoulders completely. When you lose, when you underachieve, it's on everybody. But think about paying through notes for that because you're never so bad that you'll be in the first, you know, the first third of the draft. You'll always be to the bottom of the draft in the first round. So your quarterback of the future is not there. It had to be somewhere in the second or third round. They don't have anybody in the pipeline. They got nobody. Same with the Packers. It's Jordan Love. $50 million a year. Imagine that. Never thought we'd get here. So if they did indeed tell you, Shay, there's $90 million guaranteed. You don't ever have a worry again the rest of your life. Or somebody rolls into your leg and you blow an ACL or underperform or that for whatever reason we're going year to year you're leaving it on the table look man Kirk Cousins just ripped his Achilles and he's going to get paid like Kirk at the top Cousins of the market has six four thousand yard seasons I'm That's just not the same it sure it is Jordan Love teams are willing to pay at this position for anything a team drafted Zach Wilson with the number two pick because of a throw in gym shorts you think they're not going to pay a guy who blew his ACL with a four thousand yard 38 touchdown season of course they are all right, we got deal breakers right around the corner. We got so many listeners and fans walking by our studio, including Wizzo from the Bozo Show. All right, coming up, deal breakers on Captain J Hood. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Captain J Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. We all have to make choices in sports and in life. It could be running on third down. You ran the same third down situation, and you ran the same play twice. You're getting paid for that. I cannot believe the call. Or managing finances. This country, you've got to make the money. Or it could be a deal breaker. Surprise, surprise. Time for deal breakers, and it's brought to you by... That would be Affinity, Whole Health, and FeelGreatIllinois.com. For more energy, more drive, and increased libido, go to FeelGreatIllinois.com. One of our favorite segments of the week here is Shay W. Norling. Let's get started with deal breakers. You have a friend that is a total stoner. Let's call him Justin Pondra. It's not a big deal to you. Whoa. Oh, I thought you were going to say JR. He's a. Potsy, Potsy has earned the nickname Smokes around this uh, station. Adam Abdallah, we can call him anything we want. You have a oh. friend that is a total stoner. Yeah. It's not a big deal to you. You don't care if they want to get high in their free time. But there is one problem. Every time you invite this guy out, he reeks of weed. 
Even at nice restaurants, when he walks in, everybody in the restaurant knows that he walked in. This has become very embarrassing for you. He invites you to join him for dinner at one of the nicest restaurants in the city. Do you have a conversation with him before the dinner, or are you just going to let this happen? You know the deal. He's going to show up reeking a pot. I have a conversation with him because that's my friend. And I say, Justin, pal, hey man, I know that you like to smoke weed, and that's fine. I'm not offended by it. But just but, give me a little. Yeah. No, no, I don't need any. No, I'm fine. Thank you. But I would tell him, hey, man, you don't smell great, and you need to have some fresh clothes. Please. I mean, you're embarrassing me and the people around you, so that would be a conversation. Now, if he doesn't want to do that, it's a deal breaker. I'll cut you off. That's what I'll do. Because it's embarrassing. You smell like weed all the time? Weed head. I'm not offended by it, but in a scenario like that, come on now. Okay, Fresh clothes. But does he smell better if he... <laughs> His cologne is cush. Hold on. Hold on. Is he... Does he not bathe at all? No, of course he does. He's a well-hygiened young man. He just... Likes the reefer. He smokes a lot of blunts. Yeah, and Cap, he smells like weed. And Cap, do- he's not pig pen from peanuts. Okay. Does he dress decent or he never dresses nice? He'll, he'll dress similar to you dressing as you're going to a nice restaurant. He'll just smell like pot. Smokes a joint on the way over. Yeah, that's none of your business to tell him it's a deal breaker. He wa- Who are you to be able to drink Crown Royal, any of you? And... What are you saying? I would sit down at the table reeking of Crown Royal. (laughs) 40 over my head. I'm I'm taking a shower in Miller Lite. I sit down smelling like beer. Hold on a minute. Because he smokes a joint, he's not going to reek of pot. You tell me he's, you know, got patchouli oil all over him, that's a different story. I'm telling you, every situation you've been in with this guy, the pot smell just emanates off of him. Stay off the weed. Hey, Justin, can you do me a favor? The aroma of the weed you're smoking is a little pungent for everyone that's going to be there. <laughs> that's fair. Could you do a gummy or something yeah. until after dinner? That's right. Uh, that's Eat okay a brownie, to brother, today, please. And I did not know something. You always learn something every day on the Cap and J-Hood show. I did no idea that Zaza Pachulia had his own oil. It's very good. Aww. He does. So... Yes. The patchouli oil. It was named for the oil. I had no idea. Yes. He'll stomp right on your ankle. But yes, he will. (laughs) Because if if, uh, if I was him making those poor life choices, maybe for some. Poor life choices. I would just say, okay, F you. Then I won't go to your dinner. This is how I live my life. Accept me for who I am. Did you say poor life choices for some? I won't be around you, junkie. We'll be in a... If you're high 24-7, that's a poor life choice. Is it? Yeah. For some, I said. Uh-huh. It's not for me. Uh-huh. Not for you. Maybe it's for Justin. Oh, my God. I didn't say Fields either, Colt. I said Pottinger. <laughs> Why is the Indiana State fan being thrown under the bus? Leave Pottinger alone. He's a fine young man. <laughs> Justin Fields is vegan. Yeah, let's let's, let's pivot to Abdallah. Is it a poor life choice for Abdallah? Yes, he's got a wife and a beautiful child. Oh my child. God, you said it's a poor life choice for him? I guarantee you Abdallah is not high 24 hours a day. There's, there's 635. Poor life choice out of ah! Abdallah. I respect the hell out of Abdallah. And I guarantee you, 
that he okay. does not get high 24-7. He enjoys his weed when he has it. I don't think he... I don't think that's common knowledge. I don't, okay, you're going to get ether. That's right. The ether will come out. He talks about it. Okay. I don't think we should... <laughs> All right. He's a quality dude, that guy. Yeah. You know, it's always strange, Shay, when I'm left as a straight man. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I'm leaving that alone. <laughs> Pardon the expression. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? <laughs> we got two more deal breakers on the other side, at least. Don't forget Courtney Cronin uh, with the latest on the Bears in a half hour from now at 918. Captain news around Justin. We'll find out from Courtney at 918. All part of the mix on the home of the Bears, Cap and Jay Hood. Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood. You're officially locked in. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Deal Breakers with Shane Orling. Shay? All right, you go on a business trip with a coworker to pitch some potential partners. Your coworker gets wasted at lunch, and he can't make it to the client dinner. So you fill in, you deliver the presentation, and you close the deal. Huge win for you. Yeah. Your boss sends out a congratulatory email, but your name's not mentioned even once. Damn. Do you let your boss know what went down, that your coworker was blasted and couldn't make the dinner? Or do you just protect your drunk coworker? Man, so how close am I to the drunk coworker? That's the question. All right, so wait. Really is the difference, isn't it? If it's like your best friend at work, you probably uh, maybe take the bullet here. But if if it's just some schmuck. Yeah. All right, so wait. Read it Read it to me one more time because I got... You I'm, got distracted? No. my reading tweets. No, no. no my, I get it. My coworker's drunk. They congratulatory. The whole thing. I just want to hear it one more time. You're on a business trip with a coworker. You're pitching some potential partners. Yeah. He, your coworker gets wasted at the lunch. Yeah. Can't make it to the dinner. So you fill in, you deliver the presentation, and you close the deal. Yeah. Boss sends out a congratulatory email. Your name is not mentioned once. Do you go to your boss and let him know what happened, or are you protecting your drunk coworker? Well, you could do both. That's why I wanted you to read it again. You can do both. You don't have to walk in and go, hey, Danny, hoodie was freaking plastered. I'm the guy that got the deal done. <laughs> no. Hey, Hoodie and I were a really good team. I just want to let you know, I was also included in this. I was at that lunch, and I actually had a did a lot of the speaking. You can talk to the oh, partner. Wow. So break your arm, patting yourself on the back. No, no, no. That's not patting yourself on the back. Yes, you, you, yes it is. No. That yeah. is getting rightful credit without throwing you under the bus. That's a way to say that without saying, look at me. Any There's com- a way to say that. Any commission involved? Yeah, I mean, that's the hope, right? But it, it ultimately, it's just like, hey, and by the way, the lunch went well. I was there, and uh, we closed it, man, without throwing my partner under the bus. I didn't throw you under the bus. I didn't say you. I'm just I'm saying as we're talking about the story. Right. But what in, I'm saying is if you deserve, like you did the lion's share and I was hammered, Yeah. I don't expect you to go into Danny and Keith and go, Cap was actually wasted, just so you know. I got this thing saved. No. Hey, we work really well together. I just want to also be acknowledged that I was a part of that getting done. Yes. Because that's how you're ultimately judged in a, ju- in a role like that. Yes. And my partner was hammered. Are you entitled to half of the commission if there were commissions? You mean, is the drunk guy entitled to half of the commission? No, the one that saved your ass. What if he's getting full commission? 
You get nothing. You did all the work. I'd mention it. He was sleeping it off in the hotel. Well, it, you don't get the deal done in one lunch. There's got to be a run-up to it, so they both should share in the commission. That is correct. I would, I would say in one way, shape, or form, we had a great time at the lunch, just so you know. I didn't see. I saw the email, but we were both there, and it was a great lunch. I got a great story to tell you about it, but just so you know, we were there. So it's a way to say that without pushing the guy over the cliff. Any idea right. going to your coworker and going, hey, buddy, we know what happened. You want to fill them in, or do you want to fill them in together? There you go. <laughs> Here comes Detroit. Here it comes. <laughs> Big and bold. You can do it, or we can do it. It's up to you. We can do this the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> the window or the stairs. That's exactly right. How do you want to do this? <laughs> I need half of that commission. Take that. That's how you do it. His, his, you push him against the wall and tell him, you know what happened. I got video. Wow. And the receipt. <laughs> With all the beers that you drank. <laughs> That's how you do it, Cap. Threaten them if you're not going to get your half the money. <laughs> Wait till the expense report from lunch gets filed, buddy. Yep. They know I'm not drinking Crown. You got the iPhone on video. Uh, you want to see what was going on at the lunch? Oh, Take my God. And you're very handsy, by the way, at that meeting. Getting CCTV from the restaurant. <laughs> He's, like, falling out of his chair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Here's Shay Dorling. Shay? All right, you went on a tropical vacation with your girlfriend. Justin. And, and on the way back to the States, the customs agent stops her to search her bag. They find a stash of drugs she did not tell you about in her suitcase, and they arrest her for smuggling. Would you help her get out of jail or just leave her there? Because she didn't tell you she was smuggling drugs back into the United States. Well, what's the first question, Cap? Okay, is, how long have we been dating? And, and how hot is she? There we go. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> the idea that, like, oh, I'm just dating some four. I'm going to leave her in jail. Whatever. Bye. <laughs> but, like, well, if it's Giselle, you're like, I'm emptying the savings. We're getting you out. Come on. <laughs> well, there's the other question. Like, is she looking at a long incarceration in this foreign country where she's looking at, like, 20 years, like Brittany Griner was in Russia, like that type of thing, where she's stuck. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm not going to be staying there oh. for months trying to help her. No. Dumbass, you shouldn't have done that with all the drugs. Now, if they said, you can bail her out for $500, blah, 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 it's a slap on the wrist. Yeah, I would definitely do that. I would get her out. But I'm not spending my night in... Uh, Leningrad to make sure she gets out in eight months. No. <laughs> I think it's St. Petersburg now. <laughs> wherever. Minsk, yeah. wherever. Yeah, in the, yes, in the USSR. Another night in Belarus. Yes. Yeah. You, you see what he just did there, right? He threw Brittany Griner into the conversation. No, I got it from the clouds. Nah, you're just you're a bad guy. You didn't have to do it that way. Okay, ah. all right. Midnight Express. Billy Hayes, Mr. Oh, Kaplan. She movie. was smuggling black tar heroin. Frankly, we're considering Gitmo. Uh, good luck. I'm out. <laughs> so I'll you call you're, your parents for you. So you're saying Brittany Griner's wife did the right thing? She got her out eventually from here. Yes. I didn't see her in Russia getting her out. She was here. And the st- U.S. government got her out. Right, and rightly oh, so. I don't know why you did that. Oh, my God. How'd you do it? Is she hot? 
How many rebounds? <laughs> hey, it's me, Cap. <laughs> 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 is, she, is she destined for an all-star game? No. No. Good luck. <laughs> hey, it's me, Cap. Welcome into the recap. This broad right here, smuggling cocaine back from the Dominican. Mm. Do I let her out? Poll question up on my Twitter right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. She's smuggling, what would you call it, black tar heroin? Yeah, no, I'm not getting involved. I would agree. That, that's a... She made that dumb choice. Good luck. Because I don't even know how long the commitment is. It doesn't sound like it's very long. And she did that, so you are endangering me. Correct. So sorry. Sorry. I got a name. I can't deal with that. We had a good time where we were, but I can't do that. Sorry. But Cap brought up Brittany Griner. I mean, just amazing. Just amazing. You did that. By the way, the 8 o'clock hour was brought to you by the Village of Bolingbrook. BeBolingbrook.com. All right, coming up, Justin Fields speaks out on the Browns Brothers podcast. What do we make of it? Two minutes, Cap and J Hood.